You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 30. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and Author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm going to coach you and teach you exactly how to end your emotional eating, bust through your binges, and leave all your overeating habits in the past. Welcome, and to my regular listeners who've been with me for a while, welcome back. I am truly delighted that you're here for a coaching session today. I'm not sure how it slipped by me, but I want you to know that we just passed our 100,000 download mark, over 104,000 downloads, thanks to you. So please accept my gratitude for spreading the word about this podcast so more women and men, just like you, can be coached and solve their eating problems, whatever they may be. Our subject for today is why aiming to do better than you used to works more than aiming to be perfect. This is true in life, but it's especially true in weight loss and anything related to changing your eating habits. Let's talk about this because if you're anything like my clients or like me, I'm willing to bet that at least at some point, your goal was to not only end your emotional eating or stop your binging, but to do it perfectly. And that, my friend, is the problem. So get comfortable, because we're about to dive into this subject. Why better is the new perfect, especially when it comes to weight loss? Why do we all wish we could do things perfectly anyway? Well, I think we all grow up with the fairy tale for everything. Every example we have of anything that we aspire to comes with a vision of what perfection would look like. We always think about the ideal. We don't just want to do well. We want to be best. We want to be the best, top of the class, head of the line, highest rated one in your department at work, the best student. We just want to be best. Even when clients start with me, I know that it's kind of a, a secret wish for a lot of them to want to be my best clients, to do the best. No slips, no fails, no falls. They just want to be perfect. And you have fantasies of you not only having your problem anymore, which is a good fantasy, but your fantasies may include you racing to that finish line with perfection. No problems, just that straight line up. So the image of you being perfect in whatever you're working on, it's exciting. It may feel motivating. When you picture yourself in your new life and your new body, it's thrilling because of the feelings that it evokes. When you think about that, you get feelings, right? Those feelings of you doing everything incredibly well, it feels good. Do you remember when I talked about the miracle question? It's a way of letting yourself imagine you without your eating problem. Now, sometimes it's hard to visualize yourself without any eating issues or extra weight because maybe you've had them for most of your life, like many people have. So it's hard to imagine yourself without them. Well, the miracle question is a good way to suspend disbelief. When you have a good vision of how you may be in the future without that extra weight or the eating issues, 
then you could feel the emotions you would have if you got to your goals. So those imagined feelings make us excited. And when we're excited, it's easier to move forward. So you pick a plan, you lay it out, you get started, and then life happens and voila, you fail. Uh-oh, not perfect. And you blame yourself and you stop. And that's all you look at. You weren't perfect and you stop. Now in my book, in chapter 13, there's a really good worksheet with this concept. So be sure to check the show notes when you're done and grab a copy. But the problem is that when you're counting on things to be perfect and you fail, you have no other plan. So you stop, you have no traction. You get mad at yourself. And a side effect is that it may be a while before you start again. You don't learn, you just stop. Each time you do this, it chips away at your soul, at your self-esteem. It's damaging. Even when you fail, if you approach it the right way, you're still gaining because you're learning. But unless you learn how to view this differently, you won't learn and you won't gain anything. You'll just keep starting over and over again. In reality, failure is always a step closer to what you want, but you need to change how you look at it. So how can you look at this differently? When you find that you're not perfect, then what? Well, the thing to do is to look at and change your mindset. Your mindset is the way that you view the world, and in particular, your world. Now, Stanford University psychologist Carol Dweck, you may have heard of her, she wrote a great book about this, and it's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. She defines two different mindsets that she came across in her research on achievement and success, and she calls them a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I was really fascinated when I read this because right away, I knew that you and I would be able to apply Dr. Dweck's research to your quest to change the way you eat and live. So here's how it works. The view you adopt for yourself and your life profoundly affects the way you live your life. If you have a fixed mindset, then you believe that your abilities and your qualities are all fixed. They are what they are, and they will never change. If you have a fixed mindset, you feel pushed to prove yourself over and over again. If you have a certain personality, a certain aptitude, then it stands to reason that you feel driven to want to keep proving yourself in all different areas of life because you believe that you really can't change. You can't improve. You can't get better. That's not true. That's just what you believe with that mindset. So you take what you've got and you try to accomplish what's important over and over again. You aim for the goal, right? You aim to do it perfectly. But instead of caring about learning, you may just want to get what you want. You don't care if you're doing things better than before. If it's not perfect, it's almost as if it just doesn't count. On the other hand, though, if you have a growth mindset, you have a really big advantage. Because with a growth mindset, the way you do things and where you are is just the beginning. Your basic qualities are things that you believe you can improve. You believe you can grow, you can learn, you can do better. So if you fail, you look at it differently. With a growth mindset, 
you look at falling down differently. In weight loss, with a fixed mindset, you tackle a project, like Project U that we've talked about, and something comes up that maybe you haven't dealt with before. Instead of figuring it out, you just accept that you can't do it and you give up. You're focused on winning, on achieving, and in the case of your weight loss goals, you're focused on that number on the scale or the size of your genes. And so if you deviate, if you fail temporarily, you're operating from a fixed mindset. If you wish for change and you're afraid to even try, even stuck in a body that you're not happy with, this is a sign that you fear that your past results are a predictor of your future results, and you fear that you'll never change. In fact, if you ever think, I can never change, that's coming from you thinking in a fixed mindset, and it doesn't serve you. You think, I can't do this, something's wrong with me. Maybe it's meant for others, but not for me. With a growth mindset, you might think, what is the problem? How can I solve this problem? What do I need to learn? And what am I doing that's at least better than before? What is better versus what is perfect? That's the goal. Because nothing is perfect. If perfect is your goal, you are destined to fail. Now, the good news is you could change your mindset. You could choose to adopt a growth mindset anytime, even if you've been operating under a fixed mindset for a very long time. And if you do this, then in the quest to end your emotional eating or stop binging, as you go through the process, you'll fail and then you'll get up and you'll figure it out and you'll keep going and you'll be so much more likely to get what you want. So how can you get out of your fixed mindset and into a new growth mindset and apply it to your eating habits? First, some good news. If you consciously adopt a growth mindset, you'll focus on what will help you move forward. You'll focus on what you're learning, not the finish line. You'll take pride in the fact that you're doing better than before, even if you're not where you want to be yet. And you can change your mindset, even in the moment of working on anything in that moment, You can try on a growth mindset just to see how it feels, even if it's different for you, even if it feels odd. When you have a growth mindset, it allows you to love what you're doing because you're not just focused on the end goal. You can enjoy the whole process as a learning experience. Every single skill you have in your life, from relationships to how you handle money to how you eat and how you take care of yourself, they all have no bearing on the skills you start with, on the skills you were born with, on your talent. Everything you know and do can be improved. So here's how. First, you need to learn to hear what your fixed mindset voice says to you so that you could recognize it at important moments, like when you face a challenge or when you run into a roadblock, or when you face criticism. Let's say that you are facing a challenge. You get on the scale, and the number's the same. And you say to yourself from your fixed mindset, are you sure you can do this? Maybe your problems are different. You know, if you fail, 
you'll never get back up. Maybe this isn't for you, because really, what's the point? If you hit a roadblock, let's say you go to a party, and you're surrounded by great-looking food, but since you ate before you came, you really aren't physically hungry, but you're tempted to eat. Your fixed mindset is going to say to you, well, now you're in trouble. There's no way you can resist this. You may as well give in and restart on Monday. Let's say that someone criticizes you and says something insensitive like, you know, your family is large. You must just be programmed to be large. You'll probably never really lose the weight you want to lose. Your fixed mindset says to you, you can't do this. You can't overcome your genetics. Why did you think you could do this? That's where you need to recognize that you have a choice. And that's point number two. Recognize that you have a choice. You could take those challenges and roadblocks and criticisms and interpret them differently. You can listen to your fixed mindset voice and you'll be focused on all or nothing. You'll be right where you are now. You'll come up with ways to interpret everything as your inability to change because you're not doing things perfectly. Or you can hit a challenge or a roadblock or get criticism and you can use a growth mindset and just see things as facts, things you might want to work on or push yourself a little bit more, things you might need to grow into, abilities that you might want to strengthen. The growth mindset will let you see that you can get better at what you're doing. And that is your goal, to get better at managing your emotions, right? To get better at interpreting the signals from your body of when you've had enough and when you have a little more room to eat more. And also to get better at taking beautiful care of yourself. These things are not fixed. They can always be learned and improved. And if you give yourself credit for the small ways you're getting better than before, you'll be more motivated to keep going. If you compare yourself to perfect, you stop in your tracks. A pretty familiar scenario, am I right? So now you've learned to hear what your fixed mindset sounds like when it tells you what to do. You've recognized that you have a choice as to what to do and how to do it and how to think about it. You can think progress and better than before, or you can think, I failed, I'm not perfect. But now what I want you to do, now that you know what that old mindset sounds like, I want you to talk back to the things you say from your fixed mindset with your growth mindset voice. So when a challenge comes up, the fixed mindset is going to say, well, maybe this is beyond you. Maybe you just can't cut it. And that's how you may usually think. But I want you to answer with your growth mindset voice, which would be something like, hey, I'm not sure how to do this but if I practice, I can figure it out. The fixed mindset voice says, but what if you fail? Then you'll be a failure. But the growth mindset voice answers, everybody fails when they learn something new. If you hit a roadblock, the fixed mindset voice is going to say, well, if you were smarter, this would have been easier. And the growth mindset voice can answer, all smart people still have to put in time and effort. And then 
those new growth mindset thoughts are going to create new feelings and you'll take new growth mindset action on them. It'll get more and more comfortable until you change the way you see the world. And then you'll walk toward your challenges without fear because you won't be afraid to learn and grow and improve. And you'll recover from any roadblocks because you have a new attitude. You'll learn and move on and get up. And when you hear criticism, you'll be able to take it in stride and continue on your journey. I want you to focus on each step you're taking. Focus on what you're doing better each little step of the way. Focus on what you're learning. Stop focusing on perfect. And I'll bet if you start focusing on what you're learning from each misstep you make, you'll stay on track. You'll keep moving forward. So the message, the takeaway is learn. Don't give up. Growth, not fixed. No stopping. I want you to start applying these concepts right now. Look at what you're trying to do. Take a look at the challenges you're dealing with. And for the first time, instead of saying, this is too hard, I can't do this, I want you to start approaching this from the mindset of growth, from the mindset of how am I better than before? How is what I'm doing just a tiny bit better than what I used to do? Ask yourself, what's the problem? What do you need to learn? What do you need to think to feel? What do you need to do? Do you need help? Whatever you need, it's all good as long as you don't approach it from that old fixed mindset and say what you used to say. I'm going to leave you with this, and I know it's a lot to think about. Don't go backwards and start judging yourself for the way you've approached your eating in the past. But from this point forward, your goal is to open up to thinking differently. And I know for sure that you can do this. So that's it on this subject for now. Focus on how you are better today than yesterday and keep going. I hope to see you back next week where we'll continue to work on your emotional eating and binge eating until they both become something you used to do. And that is our ultimate goal. This is your coach, Cookie, reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.